This episode of the Rotating Tap Podcast is brought to you by Epic Brewing Company. They have locations in Salt Lake City and in downtown Denver. But in addition to making amazing beer, these guys also make Paca Hard Seltzer. It's seltzer, like you've seen before, but made with real fruit. It was the winner of our seltzer off that we did on our last comics episode. It's really awesome stuff. My personal favorite is the grapefruit tangerine. So stop by Epic Brewing Company, grab some beer, grab some seltzer, or pick it up at the store near you and enjoy the show. I think my problem is that I'm just a little bit of a slut when it comes to beer. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Rotating Tap Podcast. We've got Steve Vanderpool, Corey David, and special guests. Maybe beer people talking comedy or comedians talking beer. Listen up everybody and we'll see what you will hear. I won't waste any more time because it's going very fast. It's the Rotating Tap Podcast. You don't have a choice. Hit that, hit that record button. It's going. Yeah, it's, we're rolling. Everything you say is on record now. Hey, welcome Great. to the Rotating Tap Comedy Podcast. I'm Steve Vanderplug. I'm Corey David. We are here at Denver Beer Company with Patrick and Charlie. Say hey, guys. Hey. Hello. Nice. Nailed the first segment yeah, of the really show. Yeah, really good. You guys are good actually doing start. better than some other people have, surprisingly so. enough. Oh, well, first time's a charm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So could you guys just do us a favor, a quick little intro, like uh, with who you are and what you do here at the brewery? I'm Patrick um, Crawford. I uh, started this, this brewery with Charlie um, nine years ago now. Awesome. In what capacity, yeah. when you say you started it with them, like, who's, who was doing the brewing? Who was doing the money? Who was um, doing the... Well, we're both just, like, really redundantly non-efficient. That's how we like to operate around here. Yeah, the two um, powers combined. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, originally, Charlie had a lot more brewing experience than I did, so he did a lot of the brewing, and um, I did some of the books and the business side a little bit more, but now, now we just, um, we have a great team, and we're... Now you just do podcasts. Regrettably, now, now we do podcasts. <laughs> well, we sit in the sunshine and drink some beers too. Yeah, There's that's nothing nice. wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Charlie, how about you? Okay, yes, happy to happy to be here with you guys and all of your millions of listeners. How many listeners are you guys get in these days? <laughs> it's uh, actually two million. You don't have to slap us in the face like that. Okay, <laughs> well, just starting it out here, gentlemen. You know, you told us you were going to razz us. I know, we're going right. to hit you back. Okay, we're going to hit you back. Okay. We'll see if we can get a battle of wits going by the end of the show. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, nine years ago. Uh, Patrick and I started Denver Beer Co. We yeah brewed a batch, a bunch of batches down on our little Platte Street tap room, and uh, now we have tap rooms in Old Town, Arvada, Cerveceria, Colorado, and uh, we're sitting here at our production brewery in uh, the Sunnyside neighborhood where we do most of our cans and and, uh, and yeah. kegs out of. It's giant. They show they showed us a little tour. Roll us some uh, pictures and stuff up online. It's so cool. Yeah, there's Very tanks. Neat. They're made of stainless steel. There's cans. There's, there's empty kegs. cans. But there's full cans. Things you've never seen at a brewery before. Yeah. It's pretty wild. <laughs> it looks like yeah. it looks like a lot of breweries, yeah. but. Uh, Especially the Oompa Loompas they've got running around yeah. back there. They're they're sitting here. So Corey and I just opened a beer, and they're looking at our horrible yeah, pours on the, uh, on the phone. They're like, "Oh, these guys are amateurs." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we never good. we never claimed to be professionals. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys had a podcast going for a little bit during quarantine too, right? Um, we called it a video. It was it wasn't Virtual so happy much hour? podcast, but it was actually a video uh, sort of a Zoom situation. Was it Facebook Live? We used this. We was on Facebook and YouTube. We did live um, interviews with uh, a bunch of folks. And yeah, it was fun. A lot of we beers. had some. We had some great guests. Our guests were better than we were, I think. 
I mean, uh, John Hickenlooper is probably our most famous guest, yeah. and um, yeah. it was a blast to drink a bunch of beers with him on the internet. We, we understand the guests being better than us, so yeah. <laughs> we know yeah. how that goes. We had funny comedians like uh, Kevin Heffernan from uh, the oh, Broken yeah. Lizard. I saw, and Super I saw Troopers you guys have guys. that poster up from the Super Troopers, too. Yeah, so he oh, was yeah. funny. Let's see if you guys can be funny. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hardly. So I, I can be funnier than Super Troopers too, but I don't know yeah. how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie and I met at Colgate University in upstate New York. Oh, tight. I'm from Baldensville. Okay, cool. Like oh yeah, speakers. nice. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Awesome. And um, and those Broken Lizard guys, Heffernan being yeah. one of them, uh, all went to Colgate. Cool. Awesome. So that's how we know those guys. I did. Back. I went to. The, I actually went to the premiere of the second one. I did think it was pretty funny. Oh, yeah. It's very. Yeah. It's very good. It didn't. You know. Box of, there was so there was a comedy yeah. production company here in Denver called yeah. Sexpot yeah. that helped put that, and they put that out and now they no longer exist. So oh, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. what bummer. a bummer! Is the Colgate equivalent to like dropping out and being successful super troopers compared to like Stanford and it's like they start Microsoft and Apple and all that kind of shit? I think the Colgate equivalent is starting a little brewery. That's good. Though. Yeah. Did you guys yeah. drop out? No. Oh, I was oh, going to say know, the drop dropped out. out. Yeah, you know yeah. who dropped out was uh, Ben from Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream. He dropped out of Colgate. Yeah. Oh, really? Huh, that's funny. Yeah. Is he the one that passed away from diabetes? Oh, I don't know. <sighs> one of them dropped out of life. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> everything in moderation. How about that? Sure. And as as you say that, as we have ten beers in front of us. Okay. That's true. And you guys are Still. sounds like you're accepting our eight percent challenge today. So nine percent. Nine. Well, nine percent. But it falls. Yeah. I, the only rule is that it's above eight. We haven't really gone into specifics about if it's over ten or eleven. <laughs> if we're going to shave off any more time, we also don't want to kill anybody on the show. Yeah. Either. If you chug a bottle of Everclear, we'll take ten seconds off your time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Take a lot more off that than that. All right, so is this a shotgun? Okay, so you we can do that now. We can we can keep. Or? I figured yeah. like, why don't you guys? Let's so that way you can have a beer, and then we can start talking okay. about some other okay. stuff. Okay, so too. is this a shotgun or is this a chug? Straight up chug. I don't think it's. Gonna come do you have out a preferred again. method? Yeah, however you want to do it. Are you gonna let a cat uh, the cat out of the bag at any point? Yes. Uh, right now. After the fact, we okay. impress these guys. Oh, oh okay. wow! Oh no! All right, here it goes. Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! We gotta get the timer going. He's anxious. Do you do this in the morning too? Well, I've just got you guys got me so. Like in the shout. Nice. He's a pro. Oh, yeah. He scared me a little bit. Could, oh, be, could be worse. Could be water. He's got the <laughs> he's got the yard sprinkler effect. He's <laughs> losing about four <laughs> ounces. <laughs> it just keeps cutting time. it open. He's. It's been a long time since I've. Uh, that is the. Um, you're using that that weapon you're using right there. Is, I think was my groomsman gift to you at my wedding, right? There we go. That's great. See, at least it has a use, you know. A little multi-tool comes around full circle. Hopefully, the uh, shotguns were done that night with your multi-tool as well. He's not even using the knife. And by the way, Charlie was the one that did propose, like, does it have to be out of the glass? Like, before we started the show, I'm like, you can shotgun it if you want. But I think he was laying in wait. Like, you were waiting for me to ask you Yeah, you guys know how you set up... uh, Set. There's a, sometimes a joke has a short setup, and sometimes a joke has a long setup. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're yeah. about to see. I think we're about to see the punchline come, uh, <laughs> come right now. We gotta go one at a time. So we go one at a time, so we can do them individually. So here's yeah. what we, here's the way we do it. You're gonna shotgun. Steve's gonna stop it as soon as you're done for obvious reasons, and then you're immediately gonna tell us the joke that you planned. Uh, 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 uh. This oh, okay. is appropriate. Yeah, we're all dialed in. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. All, all right. right, you tell me. Charlie's going. Three, two, one. And he's on it. Oh, yeah. I really love the way that we just turned this into a frat party. (laughs) Yes! Okay. Yes! What is the uh, difference between... Sorry. (laughs) How much beer is still coming out of that can? What do do Coors Light and um, having sex in a canoe have in common? (laughs) Waiting for it. They're both fucking near water. 
Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Little beer industry good. lingo. That's yeah. good. I like that. All right. Reset. That was fun. You All look right. unhappy, but <laughs> yes, thrilled with how well it you thrilled with how well it went initially, but now you're yeah. looking a little that carbonation level. It's high. Yeah. I could tell it was foamy. It was well, it literally one. sprayed all over the porch, so. Yeah, taste it. Yeah, we gotta taste this guy too. Wait, wait till I'm uh well, we can go together. Okay, ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, ready? Oh yeah, like a champ <laughs> sideways, just feeding like a, a cow off cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Is there still beer in the can? Yeah, that was a fail. Okay, that's all right. That's all right. It's all right. You can well, still technically crack the top you know, ten. We're gonna have to <laughs> top ten. Yeah, you can still tech- with the three second out a nice <laughs> called an audible. You guys have nine guests so far. No, well, we're, we're, uh, depends on how we're up to like fifty chugs. All so right, all right. yeah, well, I gotta chug the rest of this one. Well, my um, my joke is gonna be. It wasn't that shotgun. Kind of a joke. I thought it was a combo. I thought it was a combo deal. So, um, so these big juicy freak cans. How's it? How's the taste? Well, this one, juicy freak itself, I've had before, and I'm having it now. It's fantastic. I couldn't wait to. I didn't know how long we were gonna take to get into the chug, so I'm just gonna. So as you pour that big juicy freak in your glass, so we got cease and desisted. So we got cease and desisted with this big juicy freak. And so we filled up these cans full of water. Which so makes, that was our joke. Which makes my that's joke pretty appropriate. Yeah, that's pretty good. Perfect. I like that. Yeah, that's the seltzer water. Do I still crack the top ten? Uh, <laughs> I mean, let's see here. Yeah. We're going to have to just kind of, I think, review the data. And then be able to make a variance. That was we, good. You guys got the, <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting that at all. have the long play on that. Well, how many times do you expect somebody to give you a double IPA and you crack it open and it's actually water? Yeah, it's straight actually, up. I know. That's what we drink all day long are um, bubbly waters and big juicy free cans. Well, I don't blame you. All right, I'm ready for a beer All right, now, so now we, yeah, can, now, say, now, now we need, to, now now we need now, to redo. Now that you guys have anti- had that anticipation going for long enough. Well played, sirs. Well played. I love a good prank. That's pretty good. I like that Solid. you still asked me, even though you knew you could see into my glass that it was still beer. He's like, how is it? How is it? You're just itching to get that out of the way. Yeah, you poured it out, and I was like, that is clear. That is a clear beer. Hold that up to the camera for me, if you will. What that you is guess? definitely water, and it's soapy water. Wow, you guys really got me. Nice. No, there's, it's actually, that's like lime flavoring, but it no, probably tastes a little soapy in there. It's, it's good. It's I enjoy it. Yeah. I enjoy the beer more though. We'll yeah, have to reevaluate. I mean, do you want to? We can give them their times, but I don't know if we're going to be able to do the three seconds. Yeah, maybe no, not. No, no, no. Probably should be negative seven seconds. There's a Houston Astros asterisk next to this jug. Totally. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yes. Very, very large asterisk. I'm not going to lie though. Despite it being just water, it's really high carbonated, and that still did hurt. Yeah, still yeah, did yeah. Hurt, I'm still in pain. I can tell yeah. you had a. I will tell I you look. that uh, you did crack the top ten. See? Oh well, you know, but add three seconds maybe for the for fucking with you guys. No, 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 I wouldn't do that. I was gonna say fair is fair. You still chug something? No, we'll, I'll get another one. We'll, in do, we'll this talk is about over. this. We'll t- okay, yeah, that's great. Perfect. <laughs> more, I would still count chugs. If somebody, I mean, so many people are making seltzers now that if somebody wanted to use that as their chug, then I would totally be down for them to do it. You uh. know. What do you guys think about the seltzer thing? Do you I'm, like I'm a fan in, in essence that like there's some that I love, there's some that I'm indifferent about, but as long as there's enough people that want to drink them, it's more money going to the breweries as opposed to something, some other category, right? Yeah. And it's cheap as fuck for you guys to make, so there's really no point in not doing it. It'd be one thing if it was if the ingredients were 
just like through the roof. Yeah. By the way, your eyes are watering. Did you ever actually tell? Like, did you tell a joke? Well, my joke, my my joke was the punchline of our water. Oh, <laughs> I see classic yeah. comedy bit. We can add three seconds to his. Eh, <laughs> 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 uh, he's not going in the top ten for sure. That's okay. That's okay. But we do. What do you get if you're in the top ten? Let's be honest. It's bragging rights, man. Bragging rights, yeah. You should have uh, seen Kevin at Dry Dock after he cracked the top ten. After he landed in the two spot, he like walked out into the tasting room and just like announced it. To, like, I actually didn't realize yeah. Kevin was in the two uh, spot. Now that's some motivation here. Yeah, that's he's he's number two, and he's upset about it too. He was oh, like, who's he was number like, one? Uh, number one is Matt from the Pite Room, one of the uh, managers down there. Okay, he uh, he crushed it. So. You did just blue ball me a little bit, too. I was like, man, I could go for a big Juicy Freak right now. I could go for a double IPA. That sounds great. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> did you guys, how orchestrated was that? I got to ask. Like, uh, just at the time you said, we were, you were you were like, oh, three seconds if you have 8% beer. That's quick-witted of you, though. You were just like, wait a minute. I know we've got some fake, <laughs> some big Juicy Freak. That's when it happens. Yeah, it's just yeah. like eureka moments. That's a wonderful thing. Uh so we, yeah, what what other beer are you using for? Well, well so I guess what as a question would be like, what do you guys want to use for your future beer so that way like we can save that for when the time comes? Tart delight. Tart delight. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. Save cool. That. Cool. I'll take awesome. whatever one you. So you want a Mexican lager? So. I'm gonna I know say you guys have come yeah. like so you said it was nine years, right? Nine years ago, I know. That's a, so, so you guys are so a that's a long way to come. So congratulations nine on that. Years, Ten yeah, years that's will be awesome. dope for you guys and excited for you. That's true. And Hopefully we can have a fucking party. We'll see. Yeah. Hopefully this parking lot's big enough, right? Just tell everybody to like just space everybody out. Mm -hmm. Stay apart. Yeah. Yeah. Tie a six feet rope to everybody that comes and tell everybody to walk towards yeah. the outside, <laughs> and you'll be fine. But uh, what's curious to me is that you guys have just like a way different brewery setup um, and maybe just business plan than a lot of other places in Colorado with having multiple locations, um, having uh, multiple brands within like your one yeah. umbrella. Is there like an umbrella, an umbrella academy, an umbrella company that you guys have a name for and then all the other brands sit inside of it? I think so, but the umbrella company is Denver Beer Co. Oh, it is. Okay, yeah. cool. So yeah, it makes sense. Because you got the Cervezaria, which yep. is uh, just the one downtown, right? Yep. Right. And that opened what a year and a half, two years ago. No, uh, two and a half. Two and a half. Two and a half. Man, mm -hmm. I used to. In May. I used to do caterings there. I used to deliver food over there before Sweet. it was. Yeah. Well, oh, in the it, barrel room. Yeah, when it was the barrel room. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, see some like weddings and stuff in there. Oh was, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think it was a smart move to go to the Cerveceria. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's so fun. Cerveceria Colorado. It's just it gave us a platform to talk, to use a different voice and. Um, God, it's I been wish super I had a platform fun. to use a different voice. <laughs> 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 we should just add a filter to your voice in post production on all the podcasts. Yeah, I'm Mickey Mouse. You said you bought that mic for voiceovers, like you were going to break into the voiceover game? I still want to try to do voiceovers. I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, you know, it just yeah. depends. Yeah. just depends. I think I you think have a cool voice. Yeah, thank you. See, some people care. Corey. Well, you'd mention maybe if like the somebody was like crisis actor, like a fake corona recovery person. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be That great. could be you. Yeah. Start get out, get me on some of those political ads coming out. Yeah. Yeah. I had coronavirus. Corey Gardner did this to me. <laughs> Start making yeah. up some shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, yeah. with Cerveceria Colorado, like, at what point did you guys say, you know, this doesn't live within what we're doing at DBC, and we wanted to make it its own thing? Like, where, where did that take place? Just right from the beginning, yeah. I mean, so Jason, our head brewer, um, had been doing a lot of beer um, judging in Mexico and made friends with a lot of Mexican brewers. And the um, cartel, or <laughs> well, you know, it's a little unclear actually. I there may be one that has 
some associations that we don't know all sure. of. Sure, yeah. I did see a yeah. couple of white know. ale back there, so if you want to pour that onto the table at any point in oh, time, yeah, yeah that'd yeah, be okay. great. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, we, we had been, made friends with all these Mexican brewers, and we had been really inspired by all the cuisine and the flavors of Mexico. And, you know, people have been making only German beers or only Belgian beers for a long time, and we thought to ourselves, well, heck, why don't we make all Mexican-inspired beers? Yeah. Um, and, you know, the Bridges Not Walls, which we put on all the top of our cans, is something that means a lot to us, yeah. um, especially in the current climate. Yeah. And uh, and so, you know, we we believe that beer really brings people together, and what a better way to celebrate than uh, with the flavors and all the cool stuff that comes out of Mexico. So Absolutely. I mean, I love it, it's especially because, I mean, what do you guys make of the – it seems like there's a recent resurgence uh, – a recent – trend of more Mexican lagers being out there in general. Uh, was that kind of happening at the same time that you guys launched all that? Or it seems like it's kind of, it's come on like way more in the past like two years, but maybe so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, here's the thing. We really want to invite beer drinkers who are maybe only used to drinking Mexican lagers or light lagers to come and experience what craft beer can be. Yeah. It's a culture as much as it is a, a flavor profile. So yeah. yeah, we think there's some good Mexican lagers out there, of course. Yeah. Um, but it's really fun to brew and to drink, and we wanted to do that. Fun, yeah. I have yeah. some exciting news. First pumpkin beer of the year. Hey, yeah. pumpkin. It's September, so it's okay, uh, I guess, right? Oh, I mean, Corey hates it. I am a big fan of. I'm good for like one or two a year, I'm a but basic then I'm, I'm just a uh, I'm an Oktoberfest guy. Yeah. I like Marzins. I like Fest beers, Viennas, like all that kind of stuff. Those are making a big comeback this year. I think a bunch of breweries released. Uh, like Oktoberfest styles of beer this year. Yeah, well, pumpkins took like a big drop, what, like six years ago, where like everybody and their mom started making one. Yeah, it was one year and it, you know, jumped the shark. Yeah. It, yeah, there was a pumpkin issue a couple years ago. Yeah, there's. And then you couldn't buy pumpkins actually for a while. Hmm. Was that the pumpkin issue? No, there was another, like, so there was one year that everyone overbought all this pumpkin beer and all the liquor stores were selling pump, pumpkin beer to, like till January. And then the next year, they refused to buy pumpkin beer. They bought very small amounts of pumpkin beer. Sure, yeah. So it's like, it's been weird, and it's really hard to manage a seasonal beer that lasts such a short amount of time yeah, from absolutely. a business point of view. Oh, totally, but, absolutely. You know, if you care about the business point of view, then you guys you're probably do like a in the wrong cinnamon industry. sugar rim on any of these at all? We've or? done it but at the tap rooms, for sure. Yeah. It's delicious. I mean, do, yeah, do you like lick yeah. the whole rim and then have like have yeah, a I mean, sip or have them re-dip it or what? You can lick the whole rim if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> that's maybe how Corey does most of it. Maybe that's just, just sip it a little. Yeah, 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 just like no matter what it is, just get all around the circle. You a big fan? Uh-huh. Tying yep, up, tying up you... the whole margarita glass. Oh, yeah. See, he's doing my bit right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's going to sell you some koozies after Yeah, the I got some merch for you guys to buy out of my trunk after the show. So. This is delicious, by the way. There's uh, Pumpkin beers can be real all over the spectrum. This is really good. Sweet. It's right Thanks. on the spot. Yeah. What do you all like those... about it specifically, Steve? Tell us in uh, beer terms if you can. Uh, yeah, beer's cool. No, it's, uh, it's a the, cool beer. The flavor, it's well, one, it's not like super heavy. Like some people do like imperial pumpkins, and that's usually when I get lost. It's too much for me. It's just like uh, too much spice or too much cinnamon or like or what? Too much spice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just like uh, overwhelming. I don't, I don't really ever like, like taste the cinnamon notes per se. Sure. Um, but the like the pumpkin flavor, and it's like light too. It's not some. It's, it's just those heavy, heavy pumpkin beers that I just can't do. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. I mean, so what would you say is, like, the difference between yours and somebody, something else that somebody that somebody put out there? Well, ours is super approachable. I'm not saying that's 
different than all of them, but sure. you know, ours is a is a you know reasonably low ABV, five point four. Yeah, it's well, not overspiced. It's got the pumpkin backbone, yeah. but it's also you know still a beer. Yeah, at, at its core, it's got that maltiness. It's got that sort of you know breadiness that yeah. comes from. Well, you guys had at, you had asked me earlier, uh, what do I think of all the seltzer stuff? I guess yeah. I'd have to ask you the same thing. Like, how much of and I I don't want to put you guys on the spot or whatever, but like. Uh, how much of what you make is driven by like market demand and how much of it is made like, about what you actually want to make? Well, good question. I mean, it was, three years ago I was floating down a river and my friends had brought some naked. seltzer naked. <laughs> and just a life jacket only. Yeah. Nice. And people were, we were drinking, Jeez. who was, I can't remember, which, I can't remember which one we were drinking, but we were drinking a seltzer and I thought like, Hey, you know, I think we should make a craft version of the seltzer. Like, these are starting to gain traction. Yeah. Like, White Claw was like starting to become cool. Like, not everyone was drinking it, but you know, that certain you could tell those cool people were bringing it to the pool or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so then we started. We decided to make one. There's a time and a place. But now I can't drink that stuff. I just hate it. When you're when you're naked on a raft, you probably enjoy it. <laughs> no, I just I don't can't even tell That's you. That's why they kicked him out of the raft. Actually, it yeah. was because <laughs> yeah. you're like, dude, put some clothes on. Yeah. But I guess that's my thing is like, so, I mean, you guys make a lot of really great beers and you're uh, very popular in the city and all the places you distribute, but like where, where did it start, I guess, in essence of like, what did you want to make initially and how has that changed over the years in terms of following trends? And Totally. I mean, every craft brewer at their yeah. core and Patrick and I are brewers at our core. We love making beers that we like to drink, right? Yeah. And that's what we do all the time in our tap rooms and honestly, in our packaged products as well. If the market were to tell us that, hey, you wanna, that if we brewed a, I don't know, I'm trying to make up something here, just some nasty cherry bomb, you know, sweet, sweet. Hey, you Sam know, Adams beer. Cherry <laughs> Wheat had a very special place that, in my heart you know, maybe, when I was yeah. 18 years <laughs> old. It's not, it's not something that gets me out of bed, excited out of bed in the morning. I think we'd think hard about putting that in a in a can yeah, yeah we we have to love it we have to get behind it we have to go sell it we have to make it and you have to smell it every day while we're brewing it so if it's something we don't like it's not probably going to make it right. past no, that makes a lot of sense yeah, yeah. well recently on the sh- it's on uh the show that we did with ska the uh, actually the owner scott was talking about how uh he doesn't particularly care for like the seltzer movement and light hazy ipas and things like that yeah so his employees actually had to tell him you got to stop talking shit about our seltzers to people because oh, <laughs> <really? laughs> we, we tried to sell them, them. Is <laughs> <laughs> that Thibodeau? Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. He's an honest <laughs> man. He's an yeah. honest man. Oh, he's super honest. Yeah. We had him read one of his bad untapped reviews about their one of their uh, locale hazy IPAs that was just like, fuck these beers, stick to your roots, ska. If you want an IPA, just take the calories. And, and he like, yep. agreed. Yeah. <laughs> he agreed wholeheartedly. Yeah. <laughs> kind of on board. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, we haven't done the locale thing. It doesn't. That doesn't feel that authentic to me. That local. No, thing. that's. I think that's just a trend too. And uh, Epic did their high cal, like oh, five hundred calorie. Yeah, good for them. How many? How many calories was that? Oh, I don't even know. It, it was, was over five hundred. Super IPA. Yeah. Five hundred so, calories. Yeah, they yeah. just they just were like we don't in there. we hate this trend and they I don't know they threw a whole pig in mostly big, yeah. mostly Big Mac sauce. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they throw in the fermenters. They'd have to do something. I don't. 
Was there stuff that like, uh, and this kind of leads me into one of our regular segments about the beers you hate the most, but was there anything that you guys thought was going to be like, man, this is going to be a huge hit. This is going to take off. And then it just never really did. Uh, yeah, we did. We did our sun drenched was, was like, it was the pre locale session IPA. You remember a few years ago with session IPAs? Oh, yeah. yeah. That was probably yeah, six yeah, years yeah. ago or yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Well, like founders, like, founders hit it big, and then everybody was that, like, oh, yeah. we got to get in on mm-hmm. that like kind uh, of action. So I guess what was it? And then We really liked the beer. Um, it was a, a, a wheat beer, kind of an American wheat beer with a nice high hop to it, but it was hoppy enough to be in the IPAs space. It didn't really take off for us. But it's still a session? Yeah. Low ABV. Yeah, yeah. Was yeah. a session? You guys don't serve that Well, 5%. Anymore. Is that a session? I don't. I think so. session. I think session is technically like three point four below. So no, it was not a session. Well, we called. Time, I think we screwed anything up. Anything I can chug in less than five seconds. We called session. it an explore. So we didn't even know what to call it because it was like a hoppy wheat beer, and we called it an exploratory ale, and I think that just confused people. Yeah. yeah, and also sometimes if you put wheat on the packaging, wheat's one of those weird uh, ingredients that if you put it uh, on the people label, people it. get weird about it, right? It's like I, rye. Yeah, we had a great rye IPA. I think it was one of the most flavorful, delicious beers we've ever we've ever made. But people did not buy it because it said rye on it. Yeah. Yeah, and that happens a ton, especially with rye beers. But as soon as somebody – I mean, a lot of hazy IPAs now are made with, like, you know, oats. There's definitely wheat and plenty of them. Yeah. But if you put that on the packaging, people – I don't like – You have that people avoid wheat, stubborn, huh? like, beer beer guy that thinks he knows a lot. He's like, I don't drink wheat beers. It's like, right. yes, you fucking do. Like, I, bet, I, wonder what it would, I wonder what people would do if you put the word barley on your on your beer can. They'd <laughs> probably, probably – A lot they, of people wouldn't buy it because yeah, barley. Not, fucking barley. They probably oh, would not gluten. Gluten. They'd be like, that has gluten in it. They probably wouldn't know, that. like, what it actually like, – I don't, they don't know that. Barely on. Why did they put the word barely on yeah. the beer? This is barely beer. <laughs> oh, no, I don't want that. Nobody knows how to read anymore. So, so just stop putting the ingredients. Yeah, it's on like there. the seltzer that you just tried to chug. It's barely beer. <laughs> right. Yeah. There, there you go. So what? What's the deal with the seltzer company? Like, so you guys have like yep. your own line of seltzers too, right? Yep. So mm-hmm. is that like? Again, what are the names of those are different. Uh, it's not DBC Seltzer, right? O and A. O and A. Okay. Short for out and about. Okay. Out and and the, about. I thought it was Opie and Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a problem. <laughs> I that, think we googled Opie and Anthony. <laughs> well, they're, they're two guys just like you guys. Yeah, yeah they're, they're funny same. though. Not nearly as successful. <laughs> yeah. I think I think most people. They don't have their own though. podcast. Uh, they got a whole radio show. They're done yeah. now though. They've been done for a while. Yeah, it's. Too but bad. Anyway, it's been a long time. I think yeah. that Rest I wound up. Peace. They ended up their relationship at gunpoint. So I think Steve will probably, Steve and I'll probably wind yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I'll cool. be Opie, short for opiates, and you'll be Anthony, short for Tony. <laughs> and that's why Steve's a comedian. All right, everybody. Uh, speaking of guns, we did have a gun pulled on us at one of our shows. I didn't. I was ago. doing a great job hosting a show, and you ran across the parking lot. I was lot. trying to break up a domestic violence incident that was happening across the park. We've While doing... you guys were filming the pod? No, no we were this doing is a, a live show. We were doing a live show, show so there was a crowd oh and all that, and somebody started yelling at their uh, baby mama like from across the parking lot. Oh, my gosh. I found out that this was the case like once we got there kind of deal. Oh. <laughs> So at one point in time, this guy, like, they're just shouting at this point. So it's like, at this, I didn't feel good about just, like, interjecting. I'm like, they're ha- handling their shit, whatever. Yeah. And then he picked her up and brought her behind a building that we couldn't see them. So me and this the other dude. Hero of the story. Sure. <laughs> me. All right. I mean, it gets, it gets worse. <laughs> but, like, so we run over. Me and this other guy who I don't know run over there. And when we get over there, the dude that I was with grabbed a rock. Don't know why he did that. So 
when he did that, the boy yeah, that's that, you don't like know why escalate. he did that. Yeah. Well, that's well, potential I, to well, I feel like we could. That just, was a like, weapon. I feel like we could have just confronted the situation, yeah. and it would have been enough. But the dude that uh, uh, the other guy was with, he saw that and went and grabbed a oh gun, like God. out of the car. And then I grabbed this dude by the shoulder. I'm like, hey, just so you know, they grabbed a gun from the car. We should probably go. And this guy's just shouting at us, yeah. flashing his flashing his piece. And he's like, tell your buddy to put the rock down. I'm like, yeah, you're right. That was a dumb move. I just want you to know we didn't talk about that, like, beforehand, yeah. like, before we came over here. And meanwhile, yeah, right. you sent him the ice. You pulled on your earlobe. You're like, get the rock. Grab the rock. Get the rock. <laughs> and meanwhile, uh, local comedian Dr. Kev was in the middle of his set just trying to talk to people in the crowd. He's like, oh, I wonder what's going on yeah. over there. Dr. Kev's <laughs> a real mild-mannered. He had a couple shows on Animal Planet, and he's just uh, a real mild-mannered, soft-spoken Great dude, awesome dude. He used to, uh, he was a bouncer for the Rolling Stones huh. back in like the 80s and cool. shit. Cool dude. And then, uh, I wouldn't hire him to be my vet, but I would probably call him if I was ever injured in something illegal. And I was like, hey, Dr. Kev, uh, I kind of need some help. Oh, so yeah. he's a doctor. <laughs> there's, there's some, there's some, oh, he's a real doctor. doctor about him. He's a vet. Oh, yeah. He's, oh, he's, he's, he's a world class <laughs> veterinarian. He's, I mean, he had multiple shows on Animal Planet. So. But then he became a bouncer. No, he was a bouncer before. Oh, Keith Richards paid for him to go to vet school. Oh, I mean, cool, because that was his dream, and that's that's awesome. Well, no, I don't think it was his dream. I think Keith Richards was like, dude, your body's <laughs> going to fall apart if you do this for the rest of your life. Like, what else can you do? Although Dr. Kev's, <laughs> like, at least school. in his 60s, so if anything, he would actually be very appropriate to be a Rolling Stones bouncer, like, right now. Huh. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Definitely yeah. age-appropriate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, so, that's why I never bring a rock to a gunfight. That's good. <laughs> There's a joke. We'll Whoa. cut it in. Yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> we'll 30 it minutes later. <laughs> so, so the Seltzer brand is O&A, not Opie and Anthony. Not Opie and Anthony. We have uh, two flavors in six packs. It's our, our uh, black cherry and the lime. And then also a mixed pack that also includes uh, dragon fruit. some of the pumpkin beer for me. You, you talk way. too much shit about it. And that's the mango. So that's the jam. The mango? Mango. So that's the four The four in the mixed pack. Is cool. Mango, dragon fruit, black cherry, and lime. I have not had a dragon fruit seltzer yet. Yeah, that sounds good. delicious. That's, a, that's that my really favorite good. of our seltzers. Yeah. Are you guys doing the natural flavor route, or are you adding fruit, or what? Natural flavors. So they take, like, there's a company that takes um, all these fruits, and they smash them up, and they freeze them, and then they distill um, all of the... Um, like essential oils and stuff out of the fruit, and that's what we use. So it's real fruit smashed up, like distilled, and then we take that and put it in the seltzer. Awesome. So it's cool. Yeah. So it's all natural, so organic you, so flavor. So you just have like you have a place you get or a, a company you work with for natural flavors, right? And then yeah. how? What did that? What was that process even like of figuring that? Is that something you guys had had experience with before? Well, we have an awesome head brewer, and yes, we make flavors all the time. Sure. And put different things together, and but um, we don't put them in our beer. No, that's true. Yeah. Haven't you had some like variants though? Haven't you had like some Princess Yum Yum variants? But usually you use like just whatever natural ingredient. You like ninety nine percent of the time with our beer, we use, we're using real fruit mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, Princess but Yum Yums all all real raspberries. It's a ton of raspberries. We buy no a literal ton, two thousand no, pounds. It's two thousand pounds of raspberries in a hundred and twenty bro batch. And you got a raspberry guy. Oh, we <laughs> have contracts. <laughs> we have year-long contracts. Somebody moves some serious weight. So when the farmer's market runs out, you can blame DBC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. now getting – people are crushing Princess Yum Yum. That's their number one selling beer. Oh, yeah. I didn't doubt it. It's the one I see the most around and town. How many uh, – to be honest, though, how many people – like, I know people who drink it because of the name. How, Good. Like, that's great marketing. Have, oh, really? Have, oh, what yeah, is yeah. It? What is, what's Princess Yum Yum? What is it to you guys? It's the well, beer. Well, you said now. it because of the name. I'm like, why are you saying that? I, had, I thought maybe it was like a reference to something that I didn't understand. 
Well, you don't understand much. No, that's the name <laughs> of the beer. It's that's a cop out. I don't. I don't. To be honest, I don't remember what kind of beer that one is. Uh, uh, raspberry Kolsch. Simple Kolsch beer with uh, just a ton of raspberries. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. See, I just I, I know like multiple women specifically who yeah. are always like, I love the name. I'm gonna have that. Where it's like, okay, you don't. You know, I don't know what the beer is. They they don't. Yeah, we clearly didn't bring enough beer out here. Yeah, yeah. We just uh, sorry, gone through. We should have. Stuff. So uh, we two things. Two things I do want to ask. We can go yeah, get more. Can always go get more, right? And if you guys got to get up to use the bathroom or whatever, do that too. So two things I want to ask. Uh, whenever somebody do that, that's fine. This is yeah. your place. This right. is your house. <laughs> <laughs> the dog's already pissed on my leg. Willie, <laughs> did he? No. no okay. <laughs> that was that me actually. I, I did say that. that sorry, Willie. Are you still here, Willie? You don't need to blame Willie for that. Okay. So anytime somebody is using natural flavors, I always have to ask if you ever want to do a collab with Rotating Tap down the road, where we could do a Doritos mix pack. That would be fantastic because they use like all kinds of natural flavors. <laughs> you never brought that up. I've what, definitely brought what that kind up. of Doritos? Just because you black, just because you black out on every episode doesn't mean that I haven't brought it up. This is cool Ranch. Yeah, yeah cool, cool ranch. ranch. It's got to be cool. All right. I think classic too, because yeah, cool I mean, there's ranch. definitely people that want those. I mean, there's got to be a chili lime in there. Okay. Spicy Cheetos. I think Could be a whole series. I think we just figured it out. So if you want, that would that, be a great. good seltzer. Just a whole lineup. Of Dorito flavored of Dorito, Cheeto, Dorito and Cheeto, Cheeto flavored. Just, I don't know about I don't know how sour cream trend. onion would work. There, hit, there it, wouldn't be a pothead in Denver that didn't buy a mixed pack of that. True. Talk about getting on this a trend. Is a good guys. idea. Tell me when we can put it on the brew schedule. Well, right. I got a po- I got a poke bowl for lunch today, and in a a topping was crushed up hot Cheetos that I could have gotten on my poke bowl. Oh sure. It is tasty. Yeah. Really? Sure. I was I like, mean, I looked at that not? and said, Hot really? Cheetos on everything. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So that's a thing, huh? It's because Steve lives under a bridge. It's whatever, it's whatever snacks yeah, people throw whatever, in Whatever garbage, just really. washes <laughs> up ashore, I'll eat for the most part. <laughs> My croutons eat the thinking, leftovers of Are there any chips. like uh, like chili seltzers that cool. you guys know of? Well, seltzers, I don't know. We do chili beers on the regular. Right, right, right. But like I'm talking about chili seltzers. Yeah. No, this is good. Chili, hot Doritos. Cool Ranch Doritos and sour cream and onion and Pringles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be a good Changing line. That'd game. be a mixed pack. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> Again, whenever you guys want to do it, <laughs> <laughs> this continues to be a joke, but we keep talking about it. <laughs> I feel like barbecue, it would. I think there's a chance it would sell. Like, you def- you, all right, so you would definitely have to like figure out the right flavor combinations and tweak them how you'd see fit but as long as you came up with like the idea of this would be the cooler ranch one this would be like chili lime one whatever the hell it would be i think that's yeah, it seems like there's an event it. here just kind of a taste a pairing 10 event, year anniversary yeah, pairing event. yeah so the next time we come here we'll just mm-hmm. have an entire table full of snacks and okay. yeah we should have had some snacks here and huh? some blank salt just just some regular like yeah. non-flavored seltzer i think to put doritos into have you guys that's ever good. done a chili beer he just said that yeah, a lot. You did. Charlie. <laughs> it's like one of my favorites. Oh, I used to go to the, um, when I was the head brewer, <laughs> uh, we used to go to the, um, just over on Santa Fe and just buy just bushels of hatch chilies, oh, roasted yeah. hatch chilies and put them in the, I like to put them in the bright tanks for just a little bit of time. Um, but they, it, the flavor changes as they, as the beer sits on the chilies. Sure. Now we have a uh, poblano pills over at the, at the cerveceria. Oh, That's yeah. super popular. Yeah. Do you notice that the flavor changes more with like vegetables than it does with fruit? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I, off, I, don't, I can't fruit, like for that, ferments so. out pretty well. Yeah, that's true. And there's always yeast left in our beer. We don't sterile filter anything. So it will, it'll, it'll change with, 
but usually by the time the beer's ready to drink, it's all fermented out, and so there's not a, there's not as much change. But if you put like a vegetable, like a, we've brewed with cucumbers, we've brewed with chilies. Oh man, what other vegetables do we brew with? All kinds. Steve, do you even know the name of them? Like apples. Steve doesn't even know. Oranges. Cheetos. Cheetos, yes. All right, good. Spicy margaritas. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess, I'd, so my uh, question with the vegetables, I guess, or peppers specifically would be, how much do you have to worry about there being some kind of uh, DMS-type flavor that somebody would find just be like, that's not great, right? Like, it seems like that'd be so close that... Yeah, we brewed with uh, cooked cabbage, you know, one little pilot <laughs> batch. Is that a St. Patrick's beer or what? like DMS. <laughs> that's all it was. That's all it was. We were so surprised. This corned beef porter just didn't move. Like we thought it would. So we, what we've brewed some funny things over the years. We'd brewed with lobsters. Yep. Oh hell so, yeah. Yeah, yep. all right. So let's yeah. elaborate. Come on, go ahead. Um Were they live? What do you Yeah, lobsters, <laughs> oysters. You can hear the screaming from across the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> we made an oyster stout and then we ran the knockout through a huge batch of oysters. Well, you know, and then ate all the oysters. Those, they were delicious. The uh, we so when we bought the the brewery, the actual physical equipment mm. that m- makes the beer, the brew house up here at the production brewery, we were bidding. I like how much you dumb it down for me. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I can just it. see the glassy look in your eyes over there. <laughs> no. Just kidding. it's the just same kidding. one that Patrick had when he was done chugging his beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or his just watery tearful eyes. eyes all the we time. Were, we were bidding a couple of. You can look at me while you're talking. About we, we were trying to decide which which brew house to buy, right? And there yeah. were a couple manufacturers that each had different cool, cool things about them, and. You know, we kept on telling one, oh, we really like yours, but thank you very much. We're, we, we, I think we're going to go with the other guys. And they would come back with, no, no, don't wait. What? We can put that feature on our brew house. We'll do it. We'll do it. And then we'd say, okay, well, then sure. Well, I guess that sounds good. And we'd tell the other guys, all right, we're going to, we changed our minds. We're going over here. And they would say, no, no, well, we'll just put that feature and an upgrade and we'll send you a case of lobsters. And so that was actually what maybe finally sealed the deal with the brew house that we have now. But you know how money was a case of lobster. (laughs) Yes, that is a legit question. I'm I'm Colorado born and raised, so I have no idea. I couldn't tell by that tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) So what we did is we invited I think about six. Is a case is a case a hundred? We invited about six or seven friends. Corey, we get six or eight. We get six or eight buddies over. And we start this drinking, right, and having a party, and we 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 open up this box, and there's probably 40, 30, 40 lobsters in there. Less than there's less than hundred. But but there were there six or but there were eight of us. Too many for eight. And we had we Wait, just started. Towards just as many enough. Lobsters. I mean, it's uh, too many. Ambitious. Too many lobsters. Oh, we were boiling them, and they don't save until like you know for days. No, right? no, no. So no, we I just start go. boiling these lobsters up and just eating the good parts and just taking shots of whiskey out of the lobster bodies, and it was um it was quite an event. That's, That's a pretty party. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. we had a good time. Yeah, it sounds like it is really fun at like you know that age in life to be in an empty warehouse with all your friends and the only things that are left are like what the previous people left you. It was, it's really fun. Oh yeah. We had rolly chairs, yeah, fire the, extinguishers, say, yep. 
There you go. Just and so the goal, yeah, we tried to see how far you could, the fire extinguisher would spray you across the room. Yeah. The answer, not as far as you think. And then the whole room is full of the all dust. The, that, the fire it extinguisher it. dust. It was worth yeah. it. That no, was fun. And then yeah. you just run full speed from across the room and try to jam, ram chairs into each yeah. other. Yeah. Totally. And then I think, what else do we have? A baseball bat, whiskey, a football, and some more whiskey. whiskey. Yeah. Lots of beers. Yeah, that was fun. Drinking was fun. whiskey out of a lobster claw might be the most baller thing I've heard There's on this a, podcast. The body, the body. <laughs> okay, yeah, but even still, like yeah. drinking whiskey out of a lobster claw. I like the claw, though. That has a better... That's some real main offshoreman shit. These <laughs> glasses are cool, but we're going to demand lobsters next time <laughs> no, we swing by here. That's really tight. Before you finish that, because I had a couple things I wanted to talk about, but I know you had said that beer in particular, has it was near and dear to your heart, Laughing, it's the Laughing Lab Scottish Ale. Yeah, so I just went in the back and this was in the employee beer uh lunch fridge so i, I hope i'm not drinking someone's lunch beer thank you if too i too late you can put it but, back yeah, right now, I yeah. Guess. it's like who opened my lunch um but my i had a friend who um kind of taught me how to homebrew and the first batch of beer i made by myself was a copy of this laughing lab scottish ale and uh then i saw this in the fridge and i thought what a great beer to drink for the, our podcast here because somebody's got to be laughing, right? Yeah, and it's, <laughs> the, I mean, you know, this is classic. The, yeah, Bristol's one of the old school Colorado beer brands. They've been around, I mean, probably got to be 30 plus years. Yeah. But Scottish and this Hales, is back when you named your, you named like your beers, like you put your dog on your beer yeah. and like, you know, like your canoe and all that. I don't know. The original you know, Instagram. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. beer would be. Like, <laughs> drink my willy. You know, yeah, that's right. the best. But, but <laughs> so that beer in particular, like Scottish ale, something you don't see a ton. I mean, you just don't see a lot of like British Scottish beers and unless I can get it on cask. Like I'm usually just, I, you just don't look for it, you know, like someplace yeah. like going someplace like Hogshead's really nice cause they do it the right way, but it's just, they seem to fall out of fashion. I mean, can you guys think of any beers that uh, you don't necessarily like something like a style in particular that just like, I just can't do it. No. I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm unscrupulous beer drinker. I'm all about it. Come on, no, there's, there's gotta some be shit. Well, I mean, I hate ambers. I don't particularly really? like winter warmers, uh, and those are my two big ones okay. for the most part. No winter warmers, but you really like, um, you like a Kolsch and stuff. I mean, I so like, like uh, I can do a Kolsch, but if it, if I'm gonna go that, so like that similar vein, I'd rather name. not do it. I, I mean, Kolsch would be like my third in that, like yeah. Pilsner, Helles, Kolsch. Here's the hard part for me with that there. question: beer styles. There's always a great example of a style, and then there's the terrible ones. Yeah, so that yeah, I can yeah. think of beer specific beers that I would that are terrible. That we were shitting on Sam Cherry Wheat earlier. You're stomping Sam on my Cherry childhood. Wheat, so. <laughs> What's that shipyard blueberry beer that used to be? Like, <laughs> yeah, oh, shipyard blue yeah, dog blueberry. Blue yeah. Blue yeah. Blue yeah. That shit sucks. Come on, like, <laughs> that okay. is bad beer. Well, shipyard is as a whole is just not an so, awesome brewery in so general. Shipyard, you know, that's actually. I'm glad you brought that up. That is actually, I'll say nice things about almost everyone, except those motherfuckers from Shipyard. All they do is try to sell their pumpkin beer all over this damn country, and they bring, like, truckloads of their shitty-ass pumpkin beer into Colorado, and then we can't sell in our nice, you know, locally made pumpkin beer. Well, it was the thing. for They were the ones for yeah. a while. They so were. it was similarly That's to okay, Founders, Founders All Day being the original session IPA. I mean, other people had done something similar, but they're the ones that really hit it big first. And yeah. They, the difference is that after 
founders did their thing, everybody else tried to make session beers, and they were really the only ones that I think kind of stayed at the top. As opposed to Shipyard, they were the only ones doing that. They capitalized on it and just tried to just like, that was their season. They kind of built a market for pumpkin beers, which is respectable, but then it turns out they didn't actually like evolve and make it good. None. So that is maybe somewhere where I would say like, there are breweries that just don't evolve, and I think that is the kiss of death. If you don't, if your beers, the beer market moves. Yeah. Hey, yeah, it's yeah. hazy IPAs now. Well, one of the shit one on them all you want, but listen, is, this is where it's going. There's a ton of parallels between beer and comedy, and that's like that's like somebody getting a good ten minute set and then never writing another joke ever again. Yeah. And that's just it. It's just yeah, like, you're done. And we all know it, those people it's too. It. It's like you've been running the same. They're a headliner, but they've been running the same forty five for five years. Yeah. You know. And that's like, and you might be able to just you might be able to con an audience with that that hasn't seen you before, but like everybody else knows that like you're just kind of a hack. Yeah, but you can't con yeah. a fan. Yeah, everybody everybody gets over it. Yeah, well, that's like what's the guy that does the redneck jokes? What's his name again? Jeff uh, Foxworthy. Yeah, Jeff yes. Foxworthy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of all those guys, Foxworthy is the second worst. <laughs> second yeah. worst. Uh, who's who's the puppet guy? Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham is the. Well, worst. Well, he wasn't on the blue uh, collar thing, but uh, he's like a hackier, true. like yeah, kind yeah. of kind of yeah. thing. Jokes evolve too. Like, so how do you, I mean, obviously like the political climate and like, um, all these things that are going on in the world right now probably change what jokes, I mean, you can make and stuff these days. Huh? Well, I mean, it depends on the audience too. You got to kind of be aware, you know, like yeah. if you're, if you're doing like a, for you guys, if you're doing like a summer beer fest, you're not going to show up with a bunch of porters and stouts, you know what right. I mean? Uh, so you'd want to show up with something lighter. So for us, it's like, oh, we're doing a show and like. The back of a dive bar in downtown Denver, we can kind of say like some liberal stuff. But if you're doing a show at a field in Erie, Colorado, like yeah. we did the other night, that was pretty tight. Though. Be, it was, it was a fun time. That was pretty tight. But like even the guy had to say like a friend, he's like, you know, we're all like, don't get offended by politics talk. And really, all of us were like, oh, so let's not talk about politics. Right, right, well, right. One of those other things too is, and this actually does also apply to beer with certain styles. Uh, it depends on your skill set when it comes to politically charged topics and stuff mm-hmm. that's really sensitive, uh, one of the big problems with a lot of open micers, we said, oh, that's the thing the about wind. Colorado, there's not as many, uh, what are the things that roll across the prairie? Tumbleweeds? Tumbleweeds. We don't have tumbleweeds here, we have beer cans. That's yeah. the big difference. Yeah. <laughs> in Denver. Sunny side, only in sunny side. So the comparison would essentially be, uh, the problem with a lot of open micers is that they see all these really well-seasoned professional comics doing very sensitive material, yeah. so they think they can do it too but the difference is that those people have been working on it for years number one so they know how to write a really good joke mm-hmm. and then number two is they also have the trust of the audience which is something that gets underrated a lot of times where the audience is likely going trust. to see yeah, them because they're the headliner on the show they have a set they have a special like all that stuff they're they've they're proven so they're a little bit more on board if you don't have that skill set let's say if you tried to brew something like super esoteric and wanted to kind of be known for that or um, just something that maybe people wouldn't give a chance to and if they do you really got to nail it that would be the analogy with got it i would say yeah yeah that's interesting okay yeah it's cool it's it's they're really very similar industries in a lot of ways yeah uh also you know like you said earlier too it's a lot of the people it's it's built on like the people around it and not necessarily like the the shittiness of it there's there's the shitty side of it but it's like there's really cool people that you'll meet right so you know i have some friends like in the beer industry that say things like, oh, well, those guys just got lucky and were blessed by the hipster gods up in the sky, and now their beer is the best beer in the world. But, you know, there's brewery Name over names. here, B. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we know. I've seen some comics. <laughs> 
but Brewery B can make fabulous beer, but they just haven't been blessed by the hipsters. God, oh yeah, the hipster god in the sky. That happens totally. Like that's. Yeah. I would say that's probably maybe even more prevalent in comedy, where it's like sometimes you just perform in front of the right person, and they're like, "We want you to do this big thing. Yeah. We uh, want we want you on Comedy Central because of your five but, minute set that we saw. You know, mm-hmm. you tried one. Somebody walked in your tap room, tried one beer, and they're like, "Yep." Let's go. We want we want to do stuff with you. So, well, you also fit. Sometimes with that, you fit a look. You know, you fit um, you fit something that they're trying to do. Like it's not necessarily that the material could all be the same, but depending on your ethnicity, depending on if you're a man or a woman, depending on um, uh, sexual orientation, whatever. Yeah. Like if it's what you're looking, what they're looking for at the time dictates that a lot. I mean, I'll throw somebody out there. I was just talking to a head brewer from another brewery recently that they were saying that about Weldworks. Where right. They were just like. Why? I, it's not that they don't Who? make good beers. <laughs> <laughs> I threw oh. out one name. I threw out oh, one okay. name. So sorry, I, I didn't sure heard, heard of them. I heard of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> but people were saying that about the brewery that nobody, yeah, you never heard of. Uh, because it's not that they don't make good beers, but they got that hype train. Yeah, like, they got hard. the hype train. But what do you and they're, th- they're holding on to it for, you know, it comes and goes, right? Yeah. yeah. But what do you think that is? Well, actually, so I think Weldworks is a little different because they they are actually, I think they make really good beer, and they do some nice stuff for the community, and they do they they kind of have the full package. Sure, is there a butt coming? But <laughs> there's <laughs> other breweries. No, there's other breweries that have had the hype train and then have quickly lost the hype train because they haven't maintained their. Yeah. Can you name? You I mean, it's like I got one. I got one. Jolly Pumpkin. Got Jolly Pumpkin. They were super oh, yeah, cool in Dexter, yeah. Michigan. And I'm now I'm dating myself because you know they were they were before us. Sure. And there's been more that have come and gone more quickly than those guys since. But I think of Jolly Pumpkin as like a, they were huge hype. They're sour, all all wood aged, all everything. And now I mean, let's be honest. Everyone's doing what they're doing, and yeah. it just kind of lost it. So right, yeah. and it has, it's no knock on the beer itself. Yeah, it's no knock on them, and it yeah. just kind of didn't evolve or keep it going. Or you have to be innovative, and innovative is tough. Yeah, especially absolutely. when there's everyone's innovating. Yeah, nonstop. That's so. why nobody likes my comedy when I'm like, "You might be Dutch if you have wooden shoes." <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's yeah. You gotta you gotta come up with new stuff. But what's the difference between innovating towards the middle or innovating towards the outside? Because with a brewery like, Question. all right. So let's say your brewery, hype brewery, does hazy IPAs. They do uh, and they do like fruited slushy sours and they do um, pastry stouts really well. Yeah. Is that really innovating, or is that well, at just this point like, it's not? It wasn't anymore. Two, three, four years ago, it wasn't. That would have been innovative, but yeah. not anymore. Now you got to take it another level. We've been thinking about imperially carbonating our beers. Is this like you shotgunning a double IPA <laughs> yes. that was actually a seltzer? <laughs> no, but there's a new Are frontier. You? I'm just joking about that one. Yeah. But, like, there's a new frontier. Who's going to find it? What's it going to be? You had Steve. You didn't have me. Okay. All right. So. <laughs> yeah. Count me in. Yeah. Steve, you're a gullible man. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was hazy IPAs a couple years ago. This year, seltzer, maybe, has seltzer taken a little bit of the the sexiness away from craft beer this 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 summer it's a trend <laughs> or is it coronavirus no, I, think that's, I think it's here to stay because when you see beer trends you had root beer a couple of years ago yeah, there was apple that. beers that a couple of years ago you had like those those quickly faded this one they to be the number and granted these numbers are inflated because white claw is also t- technically in this category but 
seltzers are the number one selling craft beer style. Yeah. Right. So I don't know if that's gonna go away. The other ones made a blip in like the top twenty, but I don't know if they were. Number I think it one. will. I I mean honestly, I think like ciders will make a longer. I don't know what do like you like longevity wise. Where do you guys see the? Because you started your own seltzer brand. Outside yeah, yeah, of the yeah. Brewery, but so we like, we didn't seltzer invent seltzer. around. Yeah, we think it's sick for around. sure. Yeah, because that's just attracting a different part of the consumer's yeah. brain completely. It's not like I like sweet things. No, it's because you can get that from a variety of different uh, beverages, right? Yeah. The seltzer market specifically targets somebody that's looking for some uh, some flavor, yeah. but they ultimately want low carb, low cal. Yeah. yeah. I. Yeah. What's the next? Or thing? just like it just got Doritos some seltzers. Doritos. You heard it? Yeah. <laughs> Doritos variety pack. Chili seltzers for sure. Yeah. But I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, what's I next? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. If we knew, we'd be if, working on it. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. So if you knew, you'd be way ahead of it. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes if you're way ahead of it, it you, that's not a good thing. Yeah. Z- just ask the fucking Zima guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Oh, you beat me to a punchline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wouldn't wow. call it a punchline. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But speaking of that, I'm curious as to we had talked about Princess Yum Yum before, and that wasn't the first. Was that one of the first beers you guys made? Nope. That was in like we made that beer in like year four or five somewhere so in there. This happens a lot with with breweries is that you don't you set out with the intention of what your flagship's going to be but then it winds up being something else because it wasn't up to you. Mm-hmm. So like, how, did you, right. did you see that coming at all? Like, when did you know that you were like, Hey, we need to really ramp this up and kind of make it the flagship almost. Oh, I don't, we've think never we done that. Decided that. Oh really? It was, like, I mean, we, when you say, when you, a lot of times when people funny, say number yeah. one seller, you know, they're just like, Oh, this is our flagship beer. Well, I think we're better. We're thinking, equally as well known for graham cracker porter yeah that's which yeah. doesn't which sell even close I'm as well as right Samuel. now which is fantastic yeah. by the way because yeah. that that's, that's that was the I fourth knew. batch of beer yeah. we made and that beer won a uh, bronze medal at the great american beer festival in the like porter like, category yeah, yeah, we had it open for like three days specialty beer when that's what i was wondering yep. if it was like fell into like an adjunct category or something mm-hmm um, that was a really fun beer because that's a beer Charlie had wanted to make for a really long time. Um, and that's a beer that was in our original business plan. And that was the beer that I was introduced to Denver beer company with my friend really? was like, you got to check out this graham cracker Porter. It's so good. And then I, it was great. It's delicious. Yeah, uh, it is exactly what it's supposed to be. Right. Yeah. You know, it's not your summertime swimming pool, you know, naked on a raft, like you know, yeah. Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's definitely got a time and a place that is, you know, take it out by a campfire in the summer, in the summertime and uh, go hike it up to the top of a 14 or tastes great at the top of a 14 er Sure. Yeah. Especially so, when it's a little chillier than it was. Yeah. Base. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. When it comes to competitions and medals and shit like that, like how much stock do you guys put on it? Cause the, like the old, what, I don't know, the old adage is like medals matter when you win them and then they don't when you don't. Right. right. So yeah. how do you well, guys the judges know exactly that? what they're talking about when you win them? <laughs> and when they when you don't win them, it's all fucking subjective. Yeah, so, we had 300 no, entries into yeah. a category and six people trying them like in different waves. Yeah, yeah. So, so, how could right, it possibly right, yeah. go wrong? But and you are talking like, to the winners of more gold medals than any other Colorado brewery. In the last four years. Nice. Congratulations. Thank That's you the best punchline I've heard on the show. The <laughs> not a joke. Not a joke. <laughs> it is. I mean, co- competitions are weird in the same sense of comedy, too, where it's like, I've done sh- I've done comedy competitions. Those exist. They're the worst. I hate them because yeah, I do don't you? do well. I don't yeah. do well at them. And yeah. it's like, I know I yeah, perform well, 
But then, like, you'll see. I one time I saw like a Georgia score sheet, and it was like totally favored towards their friend. It turns out was this new faces? No, this was up in South Dakota. Um, but, oh, but, you did comedy well, exactly. in South Dakota. Oh, dude, I've done comedy, comedy in the shittiest places. Yeah, it's <laughs> the worst. Uh, yeah, Rapid City, South Dakota. There was a comedy competition, and one of the judges like clearly favored their friend. I saw the score sheet. That's bullshit. Everybody gets like six and tens, or six and sevens, and their friend gets tens. And it is bullshit. And that's the thing is like, yeah. is there really a way of knowing that it's going to be fair? Uh, I'm just bitter. That's all it is. Yeah. I'm well, that's just, that's the same deal. So I mean, I'll say this just because it's of interest to the show. But I I made it to the finals of the New Faces contest last year down at um, Comedy Works. For, okay. And it's one of those deals where any other competition, you're like, if you don't advance for, and you don't really know why, you're like, ah, whatever. It's just a competition. It doesn't matter. You can juke the stats with people that you bring, or you just didn't have it that it's usually never you didn't have it that night right it's just and like yeah for whatever reason but then yeah. going to going to the finals of that You're or like, winning fuck that it, hell yeah i'm the best like our buddy derek stroop won it this past year and mm-hmm. it's just uh yeah you use that as a credit right mm-hmm. it's strange right. how that works when you don't win you discredit it and then when you do win you brag about it yeah yeah that's marketing yeah right yeah but how often do you guys tote that kind of stuff i mean is it on the menus like do you put it on packaging like you don't put it of? on the cans don't, don't put it on the cans. Grand Prairie Porter has it on its box that it comes in. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Tell, we try to do social media posts here and there reminding people that, uh, you know, our wooden barrel-aged beers are, what, three, two, two or three years in a row in the gold medals? Yeah, we've won a lot of gold medals for wooden barrel-aged beer. I thought, and that's something I don't think yeah. of you guys for. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. Not necessarily. I mean, I, I just haven't had much. To be yeah. honest, whenever I go into the tap rooms yeah. or when I see something out and about, it's usually Princess Yum Yum. Yep, and totally. When I'm just stopping at the tasting room or something, I've gravitated away toward from bigger ABV like stouts and, and barrel aged stuff yeah. just because of the fact that, like, if I'm hanging out with some friends, like, I want to have something light and sessionable that I can have a couple of. Right? And that's what we're known for hanging out with friends and drinking beer, right? Yeah. Not sitting at home by yourself, popping a bottle and analyzing every flavor that comes Looking off. over your divorce papers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you said that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're ripping on yeah what is people. the best beer for looking over your divorce papers? <laughs> I, I would imagine know. that it's a half and Vodka half. straight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you married a Vanderplug, so. Oh, yeah, we were going to, let's touch on that. Yeah, yeah let's Dutch, talk about A couple it. of Dutch boys. My I wife's, you guys are going to be able to see this in the my video. We'll definitely take a is, picture. Yeah, my wife's maiden name is, um, is Vanderplug, so I'm not Dutch. You look but at that. My entire family is, or immediate family. <laughs> my entire family. I'm not touched, but my whole family. So I went on a, I went on a, with my father-in-law, my, you know, my wife, my kids. They're all, they all are Dutch. Yeah. I am the, I'm the outsider on this one. So you have to but, tell me. Oh, they're great people. Okay. Your family sounds awesome. They yeah. sound hilarious. The plugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the old Vander plugs. My wife is the voice. Deep, not exactly deep and raspy. So <laughs> they're a little thrown off here. <laughs> looking at you, I'm like, ah, oh, you're pretty sexy. Steve, can you do us a favor and just talk, say, yeah. oh, Charlie, into the microphone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on my voice all yeah, the so. <laughs> Oh, Charlie. There it is. <laughs> Steve's trying to work on yeah. his voiceover work, so if you could give him a little script of what you guys talked about in bed. Yeah. Mrs. Vanderplue is going to love this podcast. I, I can see where... I'll write you a little script. Yeah. <laughs> this is good. Let me be the voice of Denver Beer Company. <laughs> hey, pumpkin. You want some big, juicy freak? Come get it. Nice. That was, 
Was that it? So. <laughs> that was, that was the script. Yeah. You're just thinking that about work good. all the time yeah. that you use your beer names when you're <laughs> hanging out with your wife? I know. Well, the good mm. news is that if 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 you're somehow weirdly we find out related to my wife, at least you're not related to me. That's true. Yeah, so that's the good news. Yeah. For you. Well, <laughs> in law situation. Yeah, because then he would come around asking for a job next week. Yeah, just yeah, like, hey, situation. we're family. Yeah. yeah. That's Absolutely. his blood. Yeah. <laughs> You guys uh, said you were going to throw some more shade our way, and it seems to me I'm just ripping on old poor old Steve. Oh, so no, 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 no. No, I like it. It's okay. good. We're, we got some time still. We try well, to, we're out of we, beer. Should I go grab us some more beer? You grab some beer. Yeah, that'd be I, cool. I'm interested in talking okay, about back. you guys you. are 100% solar energy here. Boom. Boom. Great transition. Tight. Yeah. We have uh, we have a forty thousand square foot solar. Don't get me wrong. I bring up something I really appreciate about you, but I'm still coming for you. Okay. <laughs> He's got great solar panels. Forty thousand square feet of solar panels. We installed them uh, two years ago this winter, and they provide a hundred percent of the power that we use to make our beer. That's it's awesome. So That's honestly, incredible. the more, as we talk to people about what differences, you know, what did the shutdown and what does COVID mean? I think what it should mean is that people need to take a deep, hard look at their small businesses or the way they live their lives and make a change and make a few changes and green it up. Green yep. it up. Absolutely. Because that's like, this is the chance. We don't have to go back to what we were. So Right. Well, and, and like, especially like right when, when the shutdown was like super prominent, you know, uh, the ozone healed up. Totally. We had a super healthy air quality. Oh, All the animals stuff. started coming back out into the Frol- parks. Frolicking. Yeah. 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 Locals furious that tourists are returning to their town, says local mountain goat, you know, just like pissed off the people are there in general. I mean, that's the thing with we don't have to. But how how much are people really looking at that and taking the opportunity to start to reevaluate some of their decisions? Because that's a major investment on your guys part. Yeah, it was huge. But, you know, there's a payback. Obviously, there's a payback. It's a good small business decision. Well, it's and really it's fun. You know, you invest in it for sure. Yeah. There's a photo yeah. up. Oh, okay. yeah, there's a photo yeah, yeah, of course you can a take a picture. You can come on the podcast if you want. Oh, you want to do an act natural? Yeah, I want everyone to see you. All right, everybody, don't move. No, this is me acting. <laughs> Mary, Mary is the coolest accountant at Denver Beer Co. She's Give it up fun. for she Mary. She's on the finance team. What up, Mary? So, but I think she's funnier than all of us, probably. There's not a lot of, me. <laughs> well, there's not a lot of breweries that do get. Uh, there's not a lot of breweries that get enough credit for being sustainable and taking the extra effort because it does cost more money. Because brewing in and of itself takes a lot of money, it takes a lot of capital, right? Between all the equipment and then raw ingredients and all that stuff. Uh, do you guys are you planning on promoting any of that on your materials well, or your packaging? Yeah, or our packaging like does say "brew to solar power" on there. Um, not on the cans though. You know, it's so it's so expensive to change the cans all the time. And you only things. have a tight amount of space, too. Like, I don't yeah. necessarily think it needs to be on the can. But it is the thing that people have in their hands the most often while they're looking at your branding, right? Yeah. Totally. Have you guys done a branding, like, refresh at any point in time? Did you start with something? and then it's Because ne- I only know your br- – I've lived here for two years. I only okay. know your brand as it exists for two years. No. What an arc. But someone did tell me the other day that they think we're due. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean – I don't know. Do you think we're due? I don't what think is, you guys are. I mean, nine years uh, is not because we were talking the dry, in the dry dock. We talked to Kevin about it, and they had had the same brand for almost I think he said like twenty, 
and he was like, yeah, it was just time. And it's like, at that point, I totally get it. But on a brand uh, refresh, ships, you're not necessarily you know? talking about the name. So what is it about? I mean, the logo, the, like, but what I mean, is it Oscar Blues seems to redo their branding every, like, three years. You know what I mean? Well, there's, so the, yeah. a lot of breweries, once they get to be a certain size, start working with marketing companies. Like, they hire marketing, they, they have Big an firms, entire marketing yes. department, and then they, they wind up going with firms, right? Yeah. And it seems like the firm's suggestion all the time is use icons keep the colors as simple as possible, make them 90, like hard 90 degree angles and take out any flowery kind of imagery that you would normally have associated with your brand. Okay. A big brand refresh that you see with a lot of brands, Oscar Blues included, you can say Sam Adams, Harpoon, where I used to work, even Sierra Nevada, they all took out a lot of the, the dimension of their mm. packaging and not dumbed it down, but just made it a little bit more simple, not as much contrast or detail. So I guess I'd be curious to know what you guys think because the Cerveceria brand has a little bit more like it's a couple colors. It's and I'm only looking at one can right now, so I can't speak. They to the all look it. like that, though. Sure. But it's yeah. So it's the um, real like uh, sorry. Pattern Chevron. shapes. Chevron. Is the yeah. Chevron. That, that's the if you're shopping for baby stuff, Chevron is a uh, <laughs> is a pattern in color pattern. You'll have to learn. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'm not as well versed as that. Uh, don't, haven't had to be yet. So they're different packages. Like clearly different you know packages. Yeah, right. That's cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're still waiting. Somebody might hear this podcast and go, Data? Yeah. So with a brand refresh, like, why, do you guys think you need one? Because you said somebody talked to you about it recently. What would you even do? I don't know. Just like a little more edgy. But I don't know. Yeah, just to get a picture of me and Corey on the label just flipping the world out. Yeah, a yeah. little more urban. Super edgy, yeah. Yeah, just put a BLM sticker on the yeah. side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be a little bit more edgy. Yeah. Yeah. You shouldn't use your tattoo there. You Steve. can I mean, you there's can. Nothing but, there's no just, edges on that. that. It's nothing prison, but bro? sprawling. <laughs> <color> <laughs> prison. Uh, I was 17. Thank yeah. you very much. Awesome. Yeah, in and the also prison. in prison. He, also, he, he wasn't allowed. minor prison. What's that called? Right, so juvie. Juvie. Yeah. He just he wasn't in like a real deal yeah. prison. I think I could do that yeah. with a you know ballpoint pen and a needle. I actually drew it on him before we came over here. I also I also double as a birthday clown. Yeah. Yeah. Side hustle. All right. Well, I'm sick of this bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Charlie's feeling a little pompous. It's time to maybe knock yeah. him down a yeah. bit. Yeah. Hey, you know, I was gonna start. Nuggets. I was gonna start off Not easy, but uh. Oh, here we go. Oh, good luck, Charlie. We're. No, I, uh... What are you going to read our bad, our bad Yelps? Or what's, so this we, is the time we do bad reviews. Oh, uh, do you guys read them or do we read them? We we'll read have them. we'll have you read a couple it's a of mix. them. It's a mix. Yeah. Can I read the first one? Of course you can. Okay. Did you, do you have so one So essentially out? for people that yeah, are unfamiliar out. with our show, we do something similar to be, uh, Mean Tweets on Late Night TV where yeah. we have uh, the guys read... <laughs> Untapped, which is a beer rating website, and Google and Yelp reviews about their space. Um... We just think it's fun because online reviews can, you guys are rated very well. I mean, there's a reason you're successful, but there's always somebody at the bottom of the barrel that just has some bullshit to say and feels like they need to be heard. Mm -hmm. So you guys have, this beer is called Brad Witt. Familiar with that one? Must have been a taproom beer. Do you know this one? <laughs> no, that's been, a, it must have been a while ago. It's been a while. Okay. That's fair. So I'm going to need you to read the name. Read the uh, the rating on the review and then read the review itself. All right. Brad Witt. Denver Beer Co. This is a Witt beer. Not sure what, not sure what's tainting this brew, but it's noticeable. Band-Aids or 
Dirty socks. Or dirty socks. One star. I don't know how many dirty socks smell like band-aids, but it sounds like you need to change it. Are you guys using, you guys <laughs> brew with a lot of. That's a beer name, though. Do you remember doing that? Brad Witt? Brad Witt. That's pretty funny. I don't even get it. Brad Pitt. It's oh a wit. God! I don't know if you knew, terrible. but it's a wit beer. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> horrible. From the name. Thank God that beer sucked. So just to clarify, <laughs> you guys, you guys, <laughs> you guys the beer was great. It was good snack. looking though. It Such was a good, good looking. <laughs> he didn't know that. He didn't mention how good looking it was. It was very attractive. Symmetrical. And also, also married to Angelina Porterly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. You should have cued that Almost one. I tried. That was good. That was good. Uh, that was what are you good. Do? I'll have you read this one. Okay. Uh, this is. On uh, Google reviews, just read the top and say okay. how many stars. Can I say who it's from? Yeah, absolutely. They, oh, they yeah, put it out there. <laughs> Clay Morrison gave me food poisoning. <laughs> Tell him, Clay. That's great. <laughs> Clay, I'm so glad. I'm so sorry we gave you food poisoning. By the way, this We do not even review. serve fucking food. So, Clay, <laughs> I don't even know how you got fucking food poisoning. That just happened to go, day. you fucking uh, idiot. There is a there is a review that said, "Hey Clay, sorry you aren't feeling well. We don't surf. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like it might have been the food truck." Oh. But how often do you guys encounter shit like that where you have a food truck or it just seems so random? You're like, how does that even have anything to do with our business? Um, yeah, all the time, all the time, and I took it so personally for like four years. Four to seven years. Yeah, my and now I don't. Four to seven years. <laughs> like, I know. I <laughs> did. I really did. I was like, oh, my God. I'm really sorry. You don't like the paint color that we chose for the chairs. But now I just, I, I stopped caring. Yeah. Mm. So. yeah. I mean, you guys have done well, well enough. you care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Caring about reviews from Karen. And just for the record, right. uh, Steve is reading Google, Google and Yelp reviews. You're right. I've got the untapped stuff, so know that nobody got food poisoning from the beer. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, no graham cracker or pretzel assassin food poisoning. There was one really recently, I don't know if you can find it, that actually kind of hurt, stung a little bit. Do you remember it? Oh, yeah, spicy. I'll look, I'll look right. for it. I was going to say, well, Charlie, read right. another one. Uh, do you, are you familiar with Red Wedding? No, I have no idea. Red Wedding. All oh, right. oh yes, it's a it's a Game of Thrones. Is it a Game of Thrones reference? Correct. I would assume so. You should talk to your brewers about it. So they uh, there was a yeah. beer named Red Wedding, Denver Beer Company. Okay, okay. This is from a couple of years ago. Okay, so you can read both of them if you want because yeah. they're both pretty uh, pretty good. So. Okay. Red Wedding. This is a beer we had. It was a Red Ale Imperial or slash Double. Um, double red, I guess. Awful. Smells like PBR and cornflakes. Which Tastes is my like favorite. Gutter water. Sucked out of dead leaves. <laughs> Which, I don't know why anybody wouldn't like that. <laughs> Gutter water sucked out of dead leaves. With cornflakes. So this is a review written by Phil O. Phil O, you need to get your lips off the gutter, bro. <laughs> How does somebody, I mean, listen, beer geeks and winos use all kinds of weird flavors to describe stuff. It's just like, how the fuck are you oh, figuring one. that out, man? February 2016. Okay, one. the next one, Red Wedding. This is horrifying. So, so thick. Think and strong and bitter. Weird vomity aftertaste. Hate it. Well, so think. I like my beers. Think and strong. <laughs> the, the typos in bad ones also are hilarious. Of course. Oh, they yeah, made the, stars, there's some good that was ones. two stars. Two stars. Not bad. Oh, that was two bottle caps. I'm not as, up from, I'm not as familiar with them. I don't really use this much other than when I literally look up bad ones. But it's just so funny to me how somebody would take the time to put together a bad review for somebody and then misspell the whole yeah, thing. So <laughs> yeah, so think. 
So thank you. You should be able to rate them back. Like it should this be. One. It should be like yeah. Uber and Yelp. To be honest with you. Yeah. Something. Oh, what okay. do you think about that? Would you think you should be able to? You should be able to like rate your consumers back. I don't. I've never left a review on anything. I did yeah. see this one earlier when I was looking. I leave really it. good reviews sometimes. Like if somebody I have goes some feedback for him. If somebody goes above and beyond with service, I'm like, yeah, yeah they deserve right. some credit. And I always like mention their name and be like, you should give them a raise or yeah. take them out to lunch or some shit like That's that. That's nice. I should do more. Shut up, Corey. We have another review in. <laughs> this wasn't even my choice. Uh, this is from Richard Bull, dealer's choice here at Denver Beer Company. Two stars. Given two stars out of kindness. I only had two beers, but that was enough to make me never go back. Tried their IPAs, and I think they forgot to add hops. My friend had a stout and Pilsner, and they said it tastes like nothing. I'm pretty sure this guy has coronavirus. <laughs> yes! And he should not be at our place. It tastes like nothing. That is the number one sign. That is the number, yes. Absolutely. I think we need to call this guy right now. Can you reply back to him and ask him. if he's on a respirator? Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> ventilator, I Richard, I hope you're okay. How's your coronavirus? Richard's And you should send him a case of beer. You should yeah. be like, hey, man, seems like you're in pretty rough shape. Yeah. Yeah, that's send him go in and send him a bunch of big juicy freak that's actually just seltzer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> hey, how's this taste? How's this taste? Yeah. This poor guy. Alright. Emily Hind. This is from three weeks ago, so this is a fresh, fresh oh, burn. Oh, good fresh burn. Yeah. Uh, two stars from Emily Hind. Pretty lengthy process to order and pay. The only brewery slash restaurant slash liquor store that is consistently denying people that have expired IDs due specifically COVID. Regardless of proof given, really annoying, and our server was extremely immature about it. Uh, and I, I what proof it was. I yeah, I love that because they're they're probably like, oh, here's my high school ID. A lot of your negative reviews are about like not serving people, and it's like, yeah, they're oh, expired sorry, IDs. Sorry, we're following the law. Sorry that we have to. It's really hard. So yeah, this isn't uh, a Wild West saloon style establishment. Yeah, I, I guess, can't just I invite guess. my 14 year old nephew to come drink some beer here. What's is her that? Name? It was gonna be. She wants it to be. We had an internal conversation because actually, Steve, it isn't the law that we have to ID people. The law is we can't serve anyone under 21. So we had a, a very serious internal conversation about whether or not we would accept armpit hair as um, <laughs> DNA proof. Yeah, yeah. Armpit yeah. hair is. <laughs> if you have armpit hair, we'll serve you. That's Maybe better than grass on the field. That's grass in the bullpen. <laughs> yeah. <I> guess. <laughs> we decided, I think, we can maybe. can laugh. That was a good one. <laughs> maybe, maybe you have to have had your braces off for at least a year. That's yeah. Good. I think that's a good serving maybe policy. You guys are oh, trying you don't to have your ID. Maybe um, come in the back, and uh, we'll just take a blood sample from you or a fingernail sample and we'll, you know better than the dorito series if you want to target a younger audience go with the jewel series jewel i think series, if you get all yeah. the jewel flavors get all the pods oh yeah Start why don't we them. are those still a thing are they oh, definitely a thing still didn't they they got shut down or something didn't they? no those are just the high schools that provide them <laughs> that's okay. just where you get them all right, I got one more on the untapped. It's All for right. the same beer, Red Wedding. Oh, boy. <laughs> this beer. And this then, beer is. So sounds like this you, was a miss. I'm going to have you. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what? you know what? For anyone who's listening and is, is concerned, Red Wedding might have sucked. It might have sucked, but that brewer quit. <laughs> They're not here anymore. Um, I won't say his name, um, but well, to be honest, yeah, it's water into the bridge. Not great. So, uh, so I'm going to have you read the review and then swipe to the left. Okay. Red Wedding. Dylan C. left this. Red Ale Imperial Double. The bar dogs send their regards. 
Two and a two and a quarter stars. Okay, and then so swipe he gave left. us a full quarter star. Okay, and then if I swipe left, oh, you're showing me a picture of the dog brew by Bush. This is a pork bone broth that uh, we <laughs> saw last week. This just came out, and it's a real thing. Yeah, Bush Anheuser Bush made a, a dog, dog beer. beer. Yeah, legit dog beer, twelve so, ounce a can. So what I'm saying is, you need to bring Red broth. Wedding back. I know you said that yeah. you shouldn't brew it anymore, and you're glad it's gone, but I think you should. Give it a go. Yeah, Willie here looks thirsty. Wow. Wow, that beer got bad. Well, we do, I do, yeah, we do have a really good idea for a dog beer name. Mm-hmm. What's that? Should we say it on there? I don't know. Oh, do you want to give away a trade secret? This, this is a trade secret. But if we give it away here. Give it away, then, give it away now. Yeah, no, we should, we should really do it. But if you guys want a fresh hot scoop. <laughs> yeah. Willie? Take. You have a, what, a million listeners? Let's go over that again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that. The quality um, does not reflect the viewership. Well, our, our attorney told, told us it was not trademarkable anyway because yeah, we so, tried. So, so it doesn't matter. I like so. that you brought the law into this. <laughs> so actually we were going to have a big party this summer out here that got canceled, coronavirus. Right. And it was going to be a big dog party with a bunch of dogs. It was all about dogs. Dog pools, dog... Hell obstacle yeah. courses, walk around dogs, maybe even dog petting contest, dog aesthetic contest, all the things, right? Yeah. And we were gonna we were gonna brew and serve white paw. Ah, oh, man, <laughs> missed opportunities. Ah, yeah, but then think, BLM got sell, real right? upset about that. <laughs> that's like, true. Whatever. Yeah, by the time they hear about it, the party's already over. You know, that's so true. Don't call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well. Is there any other events or releases that you guys have coming up that you want to tell everybody about before we get out of here? I First have of another all, we, review. Oh, you got another review? Yeah. I thought we were trying to end on a high note. Because you ruined that the last week when you were like, hey, we're ready to end I'll the show. And then Steve it. read a review that we literally had to cut out of the show and contributed nothing. This is one eighth of my <laughs> podcast. Uh, this one is from a year ago, and I accidentally screenshotted the name, so I don't know who it was, but... Uh, this one says, two stars. Whoever says DBC has the best beer in town is out of their minds. Seriously, spend your money elsewhere on a brewery that makes good beer. You can literally go next door and have much better beer. Survey Saria. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that one. I haven't heard that one. Hell yeah. That's great. So that's funny. So we had a bunch of people who refused to go to the Survey Saria. These people that were really big fans of Denver Beer Co. And said... Who the fuck would open up a brewery right next to Denver Beer Co.? <laughs> fuck those guys. I'll never go there. And people, like, protested going to Cerveceria, even though it's That's hilarious. Like There's all, yeah, it's all the same. Yeah. yeah, people just don't get it. That's great. That's yeah. See? That's nice of them, totally though. I'm glad. I appreciate time. it. Right? Yeah. Save the day. <laughs> so yes. the statement remains the same. Is there anything you guys would like to promote before we get out of here? Because the show is going to air on Monday. And uh, if you got something that you want to like to type people about. Well, September 18th, we're doing a, a bike-in movie up here at our production brewery. This is not a place where we normally host folks. But, um, you know, it's super it's coronavirus it's friendly. It's good for social distancing. Yeah. Ride a bike space. up and we'll give you a nice big spot. Bring a chair and we'll show Top Gun this time. Okay. Mm-hmm. No dog obstacle courses this time? No <laughs> this, dog. Not this event. Just... You yeah, sexy volleyball scenes. A pizza. He should set up a people obstacle yep. course. Sells really. out quick, so you know, buy your ticket when you hear this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, um, where can they find I'm those just, tickets? Uh, Our million listeners Facebook, that we have. Facebook, right? You, there's a link. Rotating on the tap comedy event. page on yeah. Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> we can share that for you guys too if you want to get it out. 
Yeah, honestly, I'm just thinking about a lot of our customers, on-premise restaurant customers. Uh, I think this winter and this fall is going to be kind of tough for them. And so I would encourage everyone in the next couple of weeks while it's nice out to go eat some delicious food and drink a Denver Beer Co. beer on, on the patio. Because yeah. I don't know what's going to happen this winter. The so. weather, I mean, Colorado weather, that's that's what I was taught, like, work, because we still have shows planned. And there's winters here where it's snowing mid-September. Yeah. And there's winters, winters here where it doesn't snow until January. So definitely, like... We're trying to take advantage of it. Everybody should do. Yeah. And yeah. the way we see it, when things start to move back indoors, it's obviously going to depend on the numbers um, and where we're at with new cases and whatnot. But bars and restaurants, to your point, are going to be trying to do as much business as they can within the confines that they can, right? So within yeah. government regulations. So we're probably going to – we'll see where we're at in November, October, but we're probably going to start doing indoor shows again. Uh, we've been doing outdoor shows all summer. Yeah. But not – we're not going to violate any uh, protocol or rules. Or people. Yeah, or people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throw that in there. Definitely throw that in there. But the idea was essentially, like, these businesses are going to be trying to fill this space, whether we're the ones helping them or not. So, like, whether it's trivia or a guy on acoustic guitar or whatever the hell, yeah. um, we want to be able to help support that, too. Tip your bartender. Tip your bartender. Tip your bartender and tip them at least 20%. Minimum. Don't. So. Don't. Should have done that to begin with. Yeah. But uh, check out the Rotating Tap page on Instagram and Facebook for some of our upcoming live shows. Uh, we're just excited to have some, uh, um, some. Uh, I don't know. We got a couple new breweries it's in the mix. Stand up comedy. Yeah. New. new, new yeah. We got. We've just got a couple new people that we're working with, so we're pretty stoked about that. So check the schedule. And uh, thanks. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. We really, really appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah, that was a blast. Yeah. Thanks for doing yeah. it. Yeah. Cheers, Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye.